0: Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung.
1: Yeah, we just want to make sure that they haven't fallen off, I guess, the wagon for uh, lack of a better term. But it's anyone that relapses, you know, quickly our device would um, register a positive. And then there could be intervention that's part of this parenting plan. You know, we do see a lot of positive events um, in in our business. And um, I always encourage all the attorneys to have some type of contingency if there is a positive, because it's going to come up. And we need to make sure that there's things in place that um, you know, the parents can act appropriately to you know, make sure the child's safe, but also to not, what I like to say, not weaponize the disease so that um, that other parent can still have time with that child.
0: Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I am so pleased to welcome Chris back here today. He is the VP of Business Development for Soberlink, which all of you guys should very well recognize since they have been a longtime sponsor of this podcast, and I'm so proud to be a partner with them with the amazing work that they do in keeping children safe and working as a partner with the Family Law courts. So welcome, Chris. I know I want to dig into all of the really cool things that you also are doing with foster children and working with SoberLink. So thank you for being a part of this podcast and all of the incredible work that you are doing.
1: Well, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Thank you. So uh, first of all, let's talk about what is SoberLink? What, What does it do?
1: Sure, we do alcohol monitoring for child custody cases, you know, where one or both of the, of the parents have been accused of abusing alcohol during their parenting time. So what our company has developed is a remote way to actually um, know if a parent is, you know, has or has been drinking. So the device um, is a compact device that is probably about the size of two iPhones put together but it's a breathalyzer that you can breathe into. And then it uses facial recognition software to confirm the identity of that individual. And then it sends the results in real time to anyone that's part of the monitoring agreement. So in 60 seconds, you would know um, if that person had been drinking alcohol, you know, or not. Mm
0: -hmm. Interesting. Uh, And interesting that it has, facial recognition as well, which is really, really cool. I mean, how...
1: You know, a lot of people try and get around our system, you know, maybe someone else blowing into the device, but because it's done remotely and it's done by the individual who is doing the test, it's not submitted by a professional, like a roadside breathalyzer would be submitted. We had to come up with a technology to confirm the identity of that individual taking the test and facial recognition software is the best way to do that. It actually captures the image while the individual is blowing into the device so we know that it's that person and we're guaranteed that that person has been taking the test. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it, does it only work with alcohol or does it work with any other type of substance abuse? Just alcohol right now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the future you might see some other substances, but that's still pretty far out there in the horizon. Um, right now we're just concentrating on alcohol.
0: Mm-hmm. I know other people were going to be asking about that. That's why I want to make sure I clarify that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We get asked all the time and I'm out. I have the same answer. It's out there. We know it's coming, but uh, the horizon's still pretty far.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I know, you know, when I was practicing law full time, uh, it was definitely something that would come up in my cases. I've had, I mean, I had a, a, one of the most severe cases that I had. I remember a mom who was abusing alcohol. And when she would come into our offices, we could smell it around the office. Like if she was in the conference room, you could smell it everywhere in the whole entire office. It was really, really sad. And, you know, she had children and it's, it's it can be very, very concerning, of course, uh, obviously. So... Um, This is something that obviously, if one spouse has a concern about the other spouse, correct, then they can ask the court to order this. Is that correct? Correct.
1: That is correct. So we see about a third of our cases are ordered by the court. And then another third is the parties are stipulating that they agree to use our our device, And um, the last third will will kind of be doing it um, on their own in anticipation of being um, in court. So they'll do it proactively before they even go to court um, for the hearing about parenting time, just to make sure that this subject is off the table, or if it needs to be addressed, it's addressed in a way that it's a technology that they can use ongoing, you know, even further once they get the parenting time assigned.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I just wanted to clarify that. It's not something that would be ordered because somebody had a DUI and it's ordered no. in their criminal case, right?
1: No, it's uh, it would be ordered... During the parenting time period, if there was enough evidence for the judge to um, see that, um, you know, there might be some danger to that child during that parenting time period that's unsupervised. So this is a way for them to um, check to make sure that that individual is sober going into that parenting time period and during the parenting time period.
0: So it's it's specifically for custody cases.
1: It is, you know, we, um, we played in the criminal side of things for DUI and probation um, back in the early days, but uh, we knew that uh, we wanted to be more into the treatment side of the business and family law is just a natural fit. Um, a lot of the cases that we're involved with are people that are coming out of treatment that are maybe going through a divorce and now need to empower themselves to hold their sobriety. And they do that by using our device and, um, you know, it's a nice way to add parenting time as they have compliant behavior.
0: And you, you talk about having different levels, like level one and level yeah. two, so talk, talk about that.
1: Sure, level one is um, a product that we have that it's the use of our product around parenting time only. So most typically a parent would blow into the device prior to the parenting exchange confirm that they are sober, and then they would test every four hours during a short parenting time period. And then after drop-off, just the bookend, um, the visit, so that they can demonstrate that they were sober the entire parenting time. Then we have a level two, which is more like our treatment model. And this is daily testing seven days a week. So typically it's like three to four times a day. Um, I think on average it is three times a day, once when you wake up, once in midday. And then once before you go to bed.
0: Yeah, that's somebody who's got some serious issues, right? You know.
1: Yeah, we just want to make sure that they haven't fallen off, I guess, the wagon for uh, lack of a better term. But it's anyone that relapses, you know, quickly our device would um, register a positive. And then there could be intervention that's part of this parenting plan. You know, we do see a lot of positive events um, in in our business. And, um, I always encourage all the attorneys to have some type of contingency if there is a positive, cause it's going to come up and we need to make sure that there's things in place that, um, you know, the parents can act appropriately to, you know, make sure the child's safe, but also to not, what I like to say, not weaponize the disease so that, um, that other parent can still have time with that child. Um, they're going through a tough time in their life and they need to have, you know, a way to still be able to get through what they're going through and then see their kids and be a part of their kids' lives.
0: Do you have any protocol about how to have a conversation with the kids about what what this is?
1: Yeah, so... I don't know if we necessarily have a protocol. We try and make our, um, our discussions about the use of our product to be extremely discreet. Um, you know, like I said, our device is just larger than a cell phone. And we want to make sure that it's done away from the children. You know, especially you got the young ones that are very impressionable. We want to make sure that our technology can be used, um, you know, discreetly. When the kids get older, of course, you're going to have conversations with them. And I think that can be addressed with usually a mental health professional that's part of of these cases most typically.
0: And, And to be clear, this isn't just for necessarily driving with them in the car. This is at all with them.
1: Right. Yeah, this is this, this is full time parenting. I want to know if if the other parent has been abusing alcohol or drinking during the parenting time. So it's all the time. I mean, a lot of um, you know parenting plans that I see, some of these parents aren't even um, supposed to drive with their their kiddos, you know, and they still are testing on a very high frequency, um, you know. So making sure that they stay sober during these parenting time periods. Um, but yes, you are absolutely correct. It's not attached to the car like a, a typical interlock device would be that you see in probation and DUI cases. This is meant to be used anywhere at any time. So it's about parenting. It's about proving your sobriety during these parenting times. You can be out at a playground and your testing comes up. You can discreetly um, you know, take a test and then get right back into parenting, you know, after you're, you're, you blow a compliant test. So it's meant to be used in a way that encourages um, use, but also then encourages the safety um, when you're around your child.
0: Okay. And um, so how long, well, well, first of all, before I ask that question, like okay. when you, you mentioned something about like, um, that there would be maybe some consequences or something like what, what would typically happen if there would be like a positive test during the parenting time?
1: Sure. So typically a parenting plan would be um, written out so that there is contingencies, if there is a positive and the contingency might be immediate pickup of the child by the custodial parent or the other parent or a guardian or uh, neutral might even be involved where there's a family member that is seen as the one that would pick up that child if um, there was a positive. Um, that is very typical in parenting plans as a contingency. Then after that, you would see maybe something written where the monitor client would have to go one week of compliance before they got their parenting time reinstated. Um, that would be part of the plan as well, just to make sure we're back on plan And, you know, we can have um, those conversations of sobriety again and, and that parenting time can continue.
0: Okay. And then after they get picked up, though, I mean, there's obviously a red flag that they're no longer sober. So then what?
1: Correct. Yeah. So I think that's where then that contingency of now you have to demonstrate so many days of compliant behavior after this episode, or there might be a, um, something where we have to go back to treatment or, you know, go back to AA, whatever might be the, um, the mechanism you have in place to make sure that you're adhering to your program or your treatment that maybe you had had in the past. So there might be a sober coach involved, but maybe there's a mental health professional involved there could be someone at that stage. It just, it all is dependent on the case. And they're all so different with so many different variables. You never know exactly what's going to happen or exactly what to put in. But once you have all that data together, then you can map it out and make sure that it's um, amicable to both parties.
0: Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store, from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com/slash best life, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com bestlife to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash best life With Kizik hands free shoes, Motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of Motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com
1: socks. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zone. Too many times I see, you know, alcohol use, alcohol abuse or alcohol use disorder being used against somebody to take kids away and to take that time away from um, that parenting. And that particular parent gets um, just, you know, I guess, victimized a little bit because of their disease and I would say that more people need to understand the disease of of alcohol use disorder to make sure that they're not stereotyping them as a moral failing. You know, it's, it's not a moral failing and we know that it's a brain disease and we need to address it like one.
0: When it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse, there is no compromise. Take back power, strength, and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety. SoberLink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. SoberLink's real time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe. Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create the resource Tips for Negotiating with a Narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com.
1: Take a listen to our archive, where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. And I'm I'm sure all of us can find instances in our moment in our life which really transformed our careers our life how we approach life tremendously because that thing happened it could be a thing that led you to go in a downward spiral it could be the thing that led you to go in the upward spiral it could be either of those outcomes depending on how you approach that situation what happened next and now we return to today's show
0: Yeah. And and as a family law attorney myself, I just want to just kind of I, I'm i going to interject here and just You're say right. that <laughs> I, I would recommend as much specificity as possible in in that. I mean, I would say there, that there should be language in there as to what happens. Yeah. I, I would recommend that it says, OK, you know it's been violated, so this is what happens, that there's some springing language that says, here's what's going to happen, so that you don't have to go, okay, it's been violated, now you have to file a motion and you have to try to go get a hearing and you have to go, because now what? You withhold time sharing and now you're in violation and now they're going to file a motion against you and say you're withholding time sharing and um, it's, it's, you know... Uh, now now, now, you're the bad person because you're withholding time-sharing. Yes. Um, so, you know, there's a lot involved with that. And now you're going to be the one who's going to be accused of alienating because you're withholding time-sharing. Um, so as a family law attorney, to, to avoid that whole conversation, I'm telling you now... It's better to have it all written in ahead of time if you can. The problem with that, and I'm just going to just say these things while I have the floor for a second, is that um, that means you're going to have to get the other side to agree to all that languaging, and they're not necessarily going to agree. So it's better, you know, if you can get a judge to write all that stuff into an order, you know, all the better. Judges are a little bit reticent to write these kinds of things into orders, just saying, but the more specificity you have, the better it is. Um, So I don't normally have this kind of conversation on my podcast. So um, I'm just taking the opportunity to say these sorts of things now while I'm having this conversation with you. So
1: yeah. And I believe Rebecca, you're spot on. I see the most success, um, with our program is when there is specificity to what happens when there's positive, what happens when there's a missed test and everything is well-documented because I get too many calls about someone saying, well, I have a positive, what do I do now? And it's a day later, I mean, you know, and they're asking me what to do next. And, um, yeah, take the time up front to make sure that it's well-documented so that, this program can be successful,
0: correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And and I do want to uh, say you you work closely with the recovery community, correct?
1: We do. You know, a um, part of our business model is um, working with treatment facilities across the country. We're partnering with over three hundred of them currently, and a lot of them use us in their aftercare programs to record. You know, sobriety, and make sure that they're reporting um, data back to their sober coaches or mental health professionals that were part of their treatment program. So we like to say, SoberLink, you know, reinforces that treatment that was given by those treatment facilities.
0: Yeah, and I love that you're working so closely with the recovery community for the sake of the safety of the of the kids. Yeah. Um, so are the how, how do you track? the results? I mean, how, how, how are the, the results tracked?
1: Sure. So that's something that's kind of unique to us is, you know, typically with alcohol monitoring, you just get a bunch, a bunch of data and page after page of the page and it's like a tree's gone by, you are looking at all this data, trying to distinguish what's happening. But um, our engineers are extremely um, intelligent and smart and, and they've come up with a really easy way to, um, you know, project what's happening with the entire program. And they came up with this advanced reporting where it's a calendar view of every test that has been taken by the monitor client or the individual taking the test. And it's color coded, which I like to say the stoplight color coding. So it's red for uh, non compliant tests, yellow for missed, and green for compliant. So it's very intuitive and it just works so well with time stamping. And if there is a positive, it's listed at the bottom what the BAC level was and what the retest was when they retook the test to um, get into our retest cycle, which is really unique to us. And we can talk about that a little bit later, too. But um, this reporting really helps present the entire picture to um, like a judge, you go in six months later, and you say, look, this is what's happened over the last six months. And you're able to see all the testing and where there have been positives, where there's been missed tests. And it's just really informative and something that um, is unique to Silver Lincoln. And, and I really stress is an important part of this entire process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and your test results are admissible in the courts, correct?
1: Yeah, and if uh, the court requires us to um, have a signed affidavit by our custodial record, that would be perfectly okay. We're, we're, you know, we do it every day, and um, then the, um, you know, data gets admiss- you know, submitted into court. as evidence, and you can review it, and everything is, is right there in front of you. So, yeah, our team is. Um, you know, we always want to make sure that we're providing the right information the right way for each individual. So we're very hands-on with everything that we do and our customer support team is, is really spectacular.
0: Yes, and then it becomes an exception to the hearsay rule. Is what he <laughs> means by that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you are have a huge interest in children yourself because you have five of your own.
1: I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So many years ago, I guess um, my wife and I, we had two of our own kids and then uh, we decided that was going to be enough, but we were in a situation with good jobs that we were able to get into foster care. So my wife um, its always been kind of a passion project of hers that she wanted to get into and I supported it. And now we fast forward to today and I have three children that we've adopted out of foster care and they're a special part of our lives. And, um, you know, we're super happy to be part of their lives. And if I could recommend it to everybody, there's so many kids out there that need homes and, and places to go and, and they're forever parent, you know, and, uh, you know, if I can encourage just one person to to think about it today, um, I'd be doing something great. So, but I, I just I encourage it to anyone who has the extra time in their lives to, to offer a little something extra to those kids. Um, it's it's needed. It's needed.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we carry them and we bottle them up, it can definitely affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get them off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know it's definitely been helpful for me in learning how to deal with past trauma and set boundaries and be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's super convenient because it's all online and flexible. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash negotiate today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, hel com slash negotiate.
1: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible, complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's Wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth dot com slash wonder.
0: I, I love that, and 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 you know, so one of the things that I think is really really cool about SoberLink is that you're, you're what you're trying to do with it is is really create new habits. You're really trying to change behaviors. Really, you're not, you don't want it to be punitive, right? Talk talk about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, too many times I see, you know, alcohol use, alcohol abuse or alcohol use disorder being used against somebody to take kids away and to take that time away from, um, that parenting and that particular parent gets, um, just, you know, I guess victimized it a little bit because of their disease. And I would say that more people need to understand the disease of of alcohol use disorder to make sure that they're not stereotyping them as a moral failing. You know, it's it's not a moral failing and we know that it's a brain disease. And we need to address it like one. So we like to see our tool used as an empowerment tool and something that's not penal. It's to empower you to prove your sobriety, to earn that trust back and get to the next stage in, in your parenting with your kids and get beyond where you are with the, you know, divorce and get back to where your parenting was pre-divorce, you know, and, and that dynamic, you know, becomes the mom and dad relationship, you know, can happen post-divorce now that, you know, I've proven my sobriety, I'm using Soberlink and we're moving on. That's, that's what I like to see. And that's when I know our program's successful. But when I see it being weaponized, that's when I, I kind of cringe and I'm like, I think you're using the wrong product. Our product is not about weaponizing. Um, Soberlink shouldn't be used if you're just going to take the kids away forever if they test positive, because that's not healthy. So let's, let's think about it in the positive way. Make sure that we're helping individuals get through what is a very tough, tough thing, which is,
0: What's the average amount of time that you see people using it?
1: So our best practices suggest that people should be using it for about a year to make that cognitive change in their behavior. That's a long time. Um, I will admit that that makes it's a, a lot of testing over a year's time, but you know the experts are saying that that's when cognitive behavior starts to change for the good, and then you can move on. But, um, you know, we just have to continue to get our product out there, continue to make sure that we're empowering those individuals. And I think that's that's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything else that you want to make sure that we share about Soberlink that we haven't shared?
1: Oh, gosh, you know... Um, I think, you know, just the technology and the robustness of of what our platform has is really important. You know, um, we spend a lot of time and we have a lot of engineers that work extremely hard and behind the scenes. And I always want to give them credit because the things that they build look so simple. But when you get into how everything operates and what it takes to keep a system like this just operational is amazing and you don't get to see it, but the fact that they make it look so simple, like it's just something you blow into and with a click of a finger, it's that's all it does. It gives you the results and it's over. You think, Oh, I could just buy that at a local store, you know, a local supermarket. it seems so simple, but it's not. These technologies are extremely robust. They have, um, you know, tamper resistant technology where if you try to game our system, um, we'll know. And, you know, that's what's so, so unique to Soberlink. And, and I'm so proud to be a part of that. Um, that you know, it is a, a tool that can really be trusted within the industry of family law and to keep kids safe.
0: Kudos. Kudos to you guys and, and to all the incredible work that you're doing. And thank you for being a partner with me and with Negotiate Your Best Life podcast. Uh, really, really appreciate you and Soberlink and all the the great work that you're doing. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Rebecca.
0: Um, So where can people learn more about Soberlink and what you guys are up to?
1: Sure. So um, the best way to see what we're up to and to learn more about us is to go to our website at soberlink.com.
0: And of course, it's in the show notes. It is every single week anyway.
1: <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Yes. yes. So, um, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com. And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life.